singing it. Really wrong world. On the Mongol rally. Welcome back to the King in It podcast. Thanks so much, Craig. Thanks for having me yet again. You're welcome. If you're brand new here, we are talking about our most mental adventure that we've ever done in our whole lives, where we drove 12,000 miles. Shut up, did you? Across the planet in a camouflage Fiat Panda. Fiat Panda. With a dinosaur on the top. Happy days. It's normal. One of our best trips of our lifetime, really. Don't think we'll ever top it. So we thought it deserved a podcast, you know? Mm. So if you listen to this, thanks very much. And also, if you're listening to this, um, try not to take what we did. Like, if you're going to do the rally, don't be like sat there with a pen and paper, like, right, this is what they did. This is what we'll do. Like, don't do that. Don't take our advice. Yeah, don't do that. It's it's not worth it. No. <laughs> so on the last podcast, we talked about how we nearly hit a deer in Slovakia. Oh, gosh. Getting our first shakedown and robbery from the police. The police robbed us. They in, did. In Bulgaria. They did. Um, how we got crashed into by a tram in Serbia. Our first huge argument as a team, seeing wild bears in Romania. Uh, that was good, wasn't it? That was good. And stashing our drone before we entered Turkey. You've been illegal. Do you do illegal stuff? I do a, f- a few illegal bits, like. <laughs> <laughs> I dabble. I dabble. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to episode two. All right, no problem. And also, the competition is still going. Ah, what's the competition, Craig? competition is, if you leave us a, a review mm. on Apple Podcasts, um, you are automatically entered to win some sick prizes. Amazing. So we've had quite a few new, what are they called? Ratings. Reviews. Ratings, reviews, yeah. So thanks, guys, the ones that have left one. Yeah, because, thank you um, so much. Back in the charts, aren't we? Are we? I'm not sure what number we're at, but it's probably a good one. You need to know what number we're at. You're like 23 <laughs> of 24. <laughs> well, Chartable was down the other day, so I couldn't check. Oh, okay. But I think we're still doing well. Good, good. We should probably mention that at the end, though, Craig, because people will forget to do that by the time they've stopped. Press pause now. Press pause. Do it and then come back. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is Mongol Rally. Episode three. How was your weekend? Um, yeah, it was good. It was emotional, wasn't mm. it? We won't go off subject too much, but we went to the Black Lives Matter protest. Yeah, um, showed our support there, and there was loads of speakers there that were talking on stage and telling their stories, and it was very emotional and very. It was, it's infuriating, isn't it? A little bit. It's infuriating. It's also really exciting. Because it looks like there's a huge change that's happening fingers, across the world. Fingers crossed. So yeah, I was so happy that we could be there and and hear those stories because mm-hmm. honestly, they're so some of the stories were so personal yeah. and so upsetting. I was crying before I even got there. Yeah, we were in the car on the way there, and I was just, I just knew what I was in for, and I just, was, yeah, it was emotional. Crazy. So yeah, we do support Black Lives Matter, yep. and um, so yeah. Educate yourself, get out there, read some books, learn what it's all about. Yeah, in our latest video, we have posted in the description of how you can help um, being a resident of the UK, being possibly a white privileged person, mm-hmm. how you can help this movement move forward. Yeah. So uh, go there, click on the blog post link, and it'll tell you exactly what you can do to help. So in this episode, we will be talking about Turkey. Turkey, boys. I was going to say Turkey, Georgia and Armenia, but we kind of rushed through the last two. Yeah. But we spent a lot of time in Turkey. We did. And we made sure we did. Mm. We, we gave ourselves that time, didn't we? And we did. Yeah, because we thought, oh, 
Turkey looks beautiful. Let's spend some time there. It was. It threw a few curveballs at us, Turkey. Of course it. But did. what a country! But before we jump into the podcast, we're going to take a moment to just thank our sponsor. Our we've got a sponsor. Press it. Press it. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? We have got a sponsor because um, we're relatively posh now. Um, Babbel. Babbel, the language app. Cheers, lads. So have you ever wanted to learn like... Have you ever wanted to learn your own language of English? Because I can't speak it. Have you ever wanted to learn another language but thought I just haven't got enough time? Yeah, always. Well, don't worry because Babbel will get you speaking another language in a matter of weeks. It's pretty incredible how we've we've gone on with the times, you know. Like, what do you mean? I mean, no offense to like piano teachers or nothing, <laughs> but you can we you can teach yourself now online, and it's the same with the language app. You don't have to go to someone who speaks Spanish to learn from them. Yeah. All you got to do is download an app on your phone. It's pretty amazing. Isn't you it? do it when you want, you know how you want, literally, and they're like such small sections of of teachings. Mm. Oh man, I need to get on that app for English They, they as well. do English, Aim, as well. <laughs> we should both do it, I think. Maybe we should do that, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's daily 10 to 15 minute lessons. Um, and we said this before, but real life conversations. Mm, with human voices. Human voices, not robotic. Yeah. Rubbish accented voices. Julie went to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's... It's a uh, Julie went to the toilet. Yeah, well, that was a real one. Mm, that was, uh, uh, that was uh, Italian. But you spoke English with an Italian accent. Yeah, I'm just getting the accent down for when I speak real Italian. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah Give me that. some Italian then. Um, I only learned this from the guys that we did the Mongol Rally with. They mm. will be introduced soon, our beautiful uh, Italian friends. Uh, mamma. And I learned <laughs> a pasta. <laughs> <laughs> they did say that quite a lot. I think they played into the stereotype. On the app, it's got speech recognition technology which helps you improve your pronunciations and your accent, which is 10 out of 10. Well, that's what I get on mine. Yeah. What do you get? Uh, oh, nah. 100% me. 100. 100. 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> Decent, that. Yeah, so thank you so much to all of our friends at Babbel. They actually sponsored our car for the Mongol Rally as well, which mm. was incredible. So they are a beautiful team and a beautiful company. So try Babbel today. Just go to babbel.co.uk or download the app for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot co dot UK. Download the app and try it for free. Babbel, learn a language and make it your own. Right, lads, today is a special day. It bloody is, Craig. You know why? <laughs> oh, just a quick one. That was a fail, wasn't it? <laughs> What's happening? So we've actually got our first ever special guest. Yay! So we, we would love to have got her in the studio, but obviously lockdown and that. Oh, social distancing and all that, yeah. Um, so we're going to get her on the blower. The best part about this roadcaster, which we're recording this podcast on, yeah. is that you can call people. So hopefully Jess is ready for us. Yeah. We did tell her half past, we're about eight minutes late. Oh, okay. You just talk way too much. Right, go on then, give her a all bell. All right, I'll get her on the blower now. Hopefully it's still linked up to the Bluetooth. For anybody listening that isn't from um, Slangtastic Wales, the blower is the telephone. Oh, oh you go, we're ringing. Feel like we're on a proper radio show. Oh, Yay! <laughs> Hello, is that Jessica Berg? Yay! We're just calling to let you know that you have won thirty thousand pounds. 
<laughs> is it true that you've actually done the Mongol Rally? I have indeed done the Mongol Rally, uh, and I love talking about it. Oh, well, you're the perfect guest then. <laughs> so, today's special guest is Jessica Berg, aka Tiny Tornado. Mm. She is known oh, for yeah. she's known for wrecking small villages, throwing cows into the into the air, and leaving a bad impression. <laughs> Is that accurate, is that accurate that Jess? That will be on my case, <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, mate? You okay? Oh, I'm good. I'm just so glad I get to talk about the Mongol Rally without having someone roll their eyes at me, to be honest. <laughs> Isn't it so weird, though? Like, because it's such a life-changing... I mean, this sounds cheesy ass, but it's such a life-changing trip. When you talk about it, like, you do just want to talk about it every day because something will pop in chat and you'll go, oh, the Mongol Rally, and then... Uh, and I get what you mean, you know, unless you're talking to other people that have done it. People are just like, yeah, you can shut up now. (laughs) (laughs) This one time on the Mongol Valley, and then that's it. They don't want to know the rest. That's it. It is like that. Um, but hopefully they want to know the rest because uh, this is a podcast for people that haven't done the rally. <laughs> so yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're trying to tell some like untold stories from the rally, some more feelings about how it went. If, if you were going to summarize your first week with us, what what would you say? How did it go? What were the, your highs and lows? Basically from setting off to getting to the, the yeah. Turkey border. To be pretty honest, I was so buzzing to be there even when it wasn't that great like even like when the car was you know not doing what we wanted it even when there was like a little bit of nitpicking even when we didn't have much sleep I just felt so happy every day you really like, were I can remember it was I don't know I think it's just being out there and just doing stuff and, and you're with your mates and you kind of ex- anything that bad that happens you're kind of expecting it anyway so you know, it's all part of the adventure, isn't it? So I just felt like happy to be uh, tagging along, I think. Yeah. Having me. <laughs> it was class, wasn't it? I think just, yeah, like you said, just being there and just doing it. It was it was so much fun. And, and yeah, even when it was shit sometimes, we were just like, I- I'd much rather be here having a shit time than be, you know, in yeah. work or anywhere else. Do you know mm. what I mean? Can I just ask, are we allowed to swear on the podcast? Oh, we? go for it, mate. Oh, it's fucking wicked, like. <laughs> 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 Jess actually said to us the other day, she was like, "Oh, I like your vlogs and stuff, but I like the podcast more because it's like the naughty side because you hear you swear and that's what you sound like in real life." Absolute <laughs> <laughs> potty mouth normally, aren't you? I know, yeah, kind of bad. My mother's Irish, so I've got an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump yeah. into it. So we're at the the border of Turkey. Okay, we've just had our argument. We've our just had a big blow. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I did. <laughs> You loved it. I was like, yeah, go on. Why did Let's you all love get it? Will. <laughs> Just because it was so well. It was needed, wasn't it? That's mm. all. And I think we all grew as a team after that because, mm. you know, once you have row, that's it. If you can come out the other side, then you know you're friends for life. That's it. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we just stashed the drone and uh, we're just about yeah. to cross the, the border into Turkey. And you were bricking it, weren't you, Aim? I just think, like, we hadn't properly got searched up like up until now so I, I felt like it was due and because it was my the car was in my name um I was the one that had to take it through borders on its own sometimes which was terrifying because you rock up to Turkey um they don't speak your language they've got guys with guns and like military outfits mm. and you have to go you've stashed a bloody drone down the back of the CD player <laughs> which is highly illegal 
And yeah, I just thought, what if they search this car? I'm going to be hung, strung, and quartered, or whatever you call it. It's in the Victorian era. No. What's going on here? <laughs> but that's what you think. That, that's what's like running through your mind because it's so terrifying. And we were stopped, weren't we? Well, the police did search the car, but they didn't find nothing. They didn't find nothing. The plan was actually to try and get to Istanbul, but it was so far away. Mm-hmm, too far. So we stayed in like a random little town. And then the next day we headed for Istanbul. Yeah. Hang on a minute. I think I've got a fact about Istanbul. You Have know? you? I might do. So Istanbul spans two continents, Craig and mm. Jess. Did you know that? I did know that, yeah. Um, did you Did you know that, Jess? I, I, no, this is, this is new. Yeah, news to me as well. Um, Europe and Asia, apparently. So a city, uh, the city is divided into two, two parts. Um, so... On the west bank of the Bosphorus River <laughs> lies the European continent, and then on the east side is Asia. You can actually walk across Ooh. a bridge to get to either side. But the, the fun fact is only 3% of Turkey is in Europe, and the vast majority is in Asia. Oh, that's mad. Who knew that? What? Why didn't we know that? I know. Before? Useless, weren't we? That's so basically. mad. So we got a little Airbnb in the city. Thank God. And uh, explored the Grand Bazaar. Oh, fact about the Grand Bazaar. Oh, yeah. So Istanbul's Grand Bazaar has 64 streets and 4,000 shops. Jesus. It's one of the oldest and largest markets in the world and welcomes up to 400,000 visitors a day. Whoa. In one day. Oh, oh my God. Jess, you bought... um, That doesn't surprise me that much. Sorry, I lost you there. I had technical difficulties. I pressed a button and I couldn't hear your response. Did you buy the Manchester United kit, did you say? Oh, <laughs> no, I already had three. <laughs> Stopped off for some food. Jess and Will had a little tiff. Oh yeah, in the bazaar. I <laughs> mean, me and Will will always have tiff because I don't, you know, I don't think your fans realise that me and Will actually went travelling on together before the rally. We went to South America, mm. so we really like found out that. Um, you know, we bicker like brother and sister. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was all good. Like, we know we can get over it. We probably always will bicker, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> it was like that, though, wasn't it? Even just, it wasn't just you guys. I think all of us were having our moments because yeah. you're in the car for so long. It's human. Human, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It was great to get to the city, though, because when we got there, we were like out and about. We were walking around. We were all a bit freer. We had a bit mm-hmm. more space. Yeah. As I say, like, people don't realise how long you spend in that car. So to get to Turkey we knew we had a bit more time and a bit more you know we weren't in the car for nine hours a day we could have a day off which was amazing and I think that that lifted everyone's spirits and didn't didn't it mm. it was lush wasn't it such a nice city yeah I don't really like cities in general but I loved Istanbul like definitely don't drive around there like definitely, yeah, definitely if you can yeah. help it yeah but everything else like remember the old old part of it and the yeah. the people were so friendly yeah they just start chatting to you and they're just so nice and, and they don't seem to have any like ulterior motives you know yeah yeah it was just yeah i loved it i really really want to go back there actually yeah yeah it, it was such a difference like going through going through europe we found this when we we took custard around europe we went to so many uh like um <clears throat> what were they called the buildings mosques mosques and then in the nighttime, if you just hang around on like one of the major squares, everyone's outside. 
everyone's got their kids they're all like having dinner outside like takeaways or whatever and it's just it's a different feel isn't it to mm. what we do here in the uk yeah how everyone congregates yeah. outside it's lovely i love that so the three of us went off and did some exploring didn't we we went to that rooftop cafe do you remember um because it was quite fast and expensive so we were like oh we can't actually afford food so we'll just have, we'll have a pot of tea and then yeah. Yeah. around the teas and then <laughs> i think we shared then like we shared a little bit of bread and hummus between the three of us. <laughs> Just a side order between the three of us. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It was probably free as well. We just we just had that. That was our, our dinner. <laughs> so we'd taken some time off in the city. Like, I think we had about a day and a half. And then the next day, we decided, like, we need to get back on the road. Back on the grind. Um, we woke up in the morning. Jess, you didn't get any sleep that night, didn't? did you? No. That was a terrible sleep for me, that was. And that was in a bed. Considering it was in a bed. Yeah. I know. For people that don't know Jess, Jess suffers with tinnitus, which she passed to me. She infected me with tinnitus <laughs> about a year ago. That's what happens when you go earring people. <laughs> Hang on, what? What's happening here? Where was I? Where Willie? <laughs> so was that, was that why? Did you struggle because of your tinnitus or you just had a bad sleep? I mean, we'd had rubbish sleep generally, but I think that the more you you um you don't sleep the worse the tinnitus becomes and I, oh. and I remember that night was just the worst it was so loud oh. and I and you get stressed out with it then so you just never really um get any sleep yeah. but I, I do need to mention like that when I think about that apartment that I forget that I had a bad night because of that the only thing I do remember is when Amy put my glasses on because we had the thin glasses and you were <laughs> panicking and you thought out. you were blind so it was a four beds like room so it was a double bed and then two singles all lined up in one row. And me, uh, me and Craig were sharing the double. And then there was like a, a drawer set. Like a between, bedside table. Between our bed and Jess's. She'd obviously put her glasses on there and I put mine. And we had the same glasses. But the next day I woke up before her, walked out and put on a pair of glasses. I was like, what the fuck? What What is going on? I can't see anything. I was like, I've lost my sight. I've lost my sight. <laughs> And I, I was terrified and I thought, I was thinking, What's going, what is going on here? And then it clicked and I was like, I've got Jess's glasses on. <laughs> I, I was terrified for about 35 seconds. Oh, Couldn't man. like so figure funny. out what was going on. <laughs> I think that just, that set us up for the day pretty much. Yeah. Um, oh, so definitely. This was the worst day. Like it was a <laughs> bad day. It wasn't as bad as some of the days we'd had, but it was up there with yeah, like stressful days. Collectively with what had happened f from the morning until about noon. Like you can't <laughs> yeah. write it. So we, we hadn't eaten that well for a few days. So we found a vegan restaurant, didn't we? Yeah. On Google Maps, we were like, right, we found a place. Let's go there. So we got <laughs> in the car. Well, we tried to drive off, blocked in. Yeah, there was a guy literally four millimeters away from the side of our car, parked like directly parallel a, to aligned us. to it. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, what on earth are you doing? Like, who owns this this car? So anyway, we drive off. We go down the roads. We go down all this whole one way system, and we come mm. to a bridge. Bridge. And as we're driving under the bridge, we hear like a crack. Mm. Turns out, we broke Andre's neck. Andre being the dinosaur. Aww. Ed came clean off. Oh, this was just the worst morning. I mean, I say of my life, but I can only imagine how Andre felt. So the bridge was obviously too low for our car because Andre was like a two foot dinosaur, which is the mascot on top of our car. He didn't quite fit. No. Um, we managed to go all the way through 
the bridge though didn't we yeah we initially thought the back box had fallen off because of the, the crack that it made mm. but it turns out we've broken andre the reason we had to go into this bridge because apparently the vegan cafe that we found was around the corner mm. turns out didn't exist oh, didn't bloody exist so, so then to make matters worse it starts pissing down with rain Brilliant. and we were starving at this point because we we hadn't eaten all morning did we go across from the fake um all right turn your phone off this is a professional podcast <laughs> got a sponsor <laughs> so did we go across the road from the so-called vegan shop that was closed and got pasta and tomato sauce it, it looked like a guy's living room do you, re- <laughs> do you remember it jess <laughs> yeah yeah i remember that pasta very well it was like the dustiest cafe i'd ever seen in my life <laughs> and uh the food took about an hour and a half to come Aww. and then when it came it was absolutely horrendous then we realized amy's left her bum bag with her passport in the airbnb oh this is uh which is about 40 minutes away it's just a, just a little thing i like to do you know keep you on your toes it's your favorite trick favorite trick i'll just leave my passport somewhere bit of anxiety to get the morning started you know <laughs> <laughs> but the worst part was because we'd gone down into this little cul-de-sac to find this cafe it was all one way so we couldn't get out so we had to go back to the bridge mm-hmm. and this is when it all just went tits up and <sighs> yeah i did yeah somehow will managed to find us at this dusty cafe i think we were there long enough waiting for the bloody tomato and pasta <laughs> yeah. gone. i'm well finished i've had four courses guys where the hell are you so he came and met us and it was his turn to drive yeah in will's defense even though he was driving i was the one being like yeah you can keep, keep going, going you keep, keep going, going yeah. and it looked like it was going to clear it but obviously from my view i was at the bottom of the hill mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of looking down yeah so the problem was it was cobbled stones and where we come in we come in on the stones that were flatter when we gone up it, we'd gone slightly to the left where the stones were higher. So you can only imagine what happened. Basically, the car got stuck. The whole roof rack like crunched and twisted oh, and sound. made like a bang. Yeah. And I was like, stop, 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 stop. And then because it was such a busy street, within minutes, there was like a 14 car build up. up. Yeah. Not a pile up. It wasn't a crash, not was a it? Pile up. No, not a pile up. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's like, I was just like, oh, this is this is great for YouTube. But then there's like Turkish men like smoking aggressively looking at me. And I'm thinking, oh, God, we need to get this moved like now. And I'm trying to have positive thoughts, even though Andre was crippled at this point. And he's done, man. And I was just he's like, brown oh, bread. Brown bread. <laughs> I just thought, yeah, we need to get it moved because people are, they're not happy no. at all. These people that are waiting. And yeah, there was more and more of them. How did you feel, Jess, when we were stuck? I <laughs> <laughs> I never did in these situations because it's kind of like, like I said earlier, like when you when you go to these places and then all the locals, there were so many of them. I know they were all, you know, probably helping because they needed us to move because we were blocking the road completely. Yeah. Yeah. But they all like got stuck in and they just went for it and they they got us out. I think didn't they? But that remember that kid and he was like on. Top of he was like hanging off the bridge and kicking Andre's head in yeah. to get him out. But yeah, the guy just kicked Andre's head off, and then the car fitted underneath. But the worst part was it was so that the incline of the road was so steep that when we tried to drive off, the car wouldn't move. So we had to get out of the car, and start pushing <laughs> it in the rain, and then and then my flip flop came off and broke. It was you, just a you, nightmare. No, you had the flip flop part that goes between your toes, but that was all that was attached to your foot. Like the rest of it was just dangling behind. <laughs> so the, the dinosaurs broke. Andre's dead. His head's off. So yeah. in my head, I'm like, well, let's get rid of the dinosaur. Absolutely. In Will's head, Will's like, dinosaur's got to go. 
And Amy said, she's like, that dinosaur is going to Russia. Yeah, I told him <coughs> I would take him all the way to Russia and I was not going to break my promise. So between Amy losing her bum bag in the Airbnb and the fiasco of the bridge and the dinosaur, we had a big Barney, didn't we? We had a Barney in the street. If you don't know what a Barney is, it's an argument. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For Americans <laughs> listening. Not the dinosaur we're talking about. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we had it out. We, we cleared the air because it was stressful, man, because... Yeah, there was a big debate about that dinosaur between you and Will. Obviously, I won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought, like, we spent so much money on him. He was like 200 quid. 100 quid. Uh, oh, 100 quid. I'd, I told him I was going to take him. He he looked good in all of our photos. And, you know, if we couldn't get to experience this, why can't he? So we finally get out of the city. We're driving down the motorway. Tents come off. Oh, brilliant. So luckily, they're, like, strapped on. Um, so they didn't fully come off, but they were just flapping in the wind. Smacking the car about. And there was no hard shoulder, so we had to like pull over with all these 18-wheeler trucks flying past oh whilst we're trying to like strap them back up. We planned to camp by a lake, and we got there after probably a two-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Campsite's closed, mate. Oh, brilliant. Oh, <laughs> Computer says no. <laughs> we met this fella... This Turkish fellow was like, oh, I've got a mate. How did we meet him? Where did he come from? He just popped out of nowhere. Out of the bush, like, aya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've got a mate who's got a place. Do you remember this, Jess? The guy who was like, I'll take you to this place. And it was like a big iron gate. There was no lights. It was pitch black. And it was just like leaves mm. everywhere. It looked like the scene of a murder. It hadn't been. Oh, it's definitely like a horror film scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it hadn't been opened or gone into since 1945. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So he takes us in, he's like a really friendly, enthusiastic guy. And he, yeah, he was lovely, wasn't he? Yeah, he was really nice. But he, it turns out he wanted $40 off us to sleep on some crusty leaves. Well, it was the floor. There was no grass. It wasn't a campsite. <laughs> it was just somebody's land that he knew. And there was like a little shed at the corner. We thought he's going to come out of there now with a machete and have <laughs> us all. So yeah, it was a bit terrifying. We made the decision because we were trying to get to Cappadocia. Um, and we still had 250 miles to go. Yeah. So Will was like, I'm happy to just drive if you're up for it. And I was like, well, let's give it a go. Mm-hmm. So we stopped at the shop, got loads of Red Bull and stuff. I, and Will was, Will had about two coffees I and a couple even, of Red yeah, Bulls. mental. So we drove into the night. It got to like four o'clock in the morning and we were done. So we like, we found a hotel, didn't we, on the side of the road. Yeah. Stayed in the hotel for the night. Um, and that was our day. It just it went from from bad to worse. But the best part about a bad day is that you can go to sleep and then start afresh the next day. It's a new day. Ah, poetic that wasn't it? That's nice. You put that on the t shirt. <laughs> but then we woke up the next morning, went down, and there was a crack on the windscreen. So that was cool. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so once we left the city. <clears throat> It was really nice because it, it got like really mountainous and the roads got bigger <laughs> and more, there was just less traffic mm-hmm. on there. It was so nice. I didn't expect it at all. It was incredible. And we were driving down the road and there was these kids selling lemonade for 16p a cup. On the side of the road, oh. yeah, bless them. Like homemade lemonade. The was quietest so nice. road ever. Yeah. <laughs> there was no one there. They must have made like about no other cars. There. And the landscape just changed loads. It was like super mountainous as we were approaching Cappadocia. It was like those beige kind of brownie mountains that yeah. came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Like I couldn't believe like the landscape. And that's one of the most incredible parts of the rally is the landscape that we came across, like mm. doing the whole thing. It was 
you'll always remember that. It was incredible. If you don't know what Cappadocia is, it's famous. It's the famous place um, known for hot air balloons. But we found out it was like 170 euros per person to go in a hot air balloon so we were like oh we'll stick to the noodles and we'll just watch the sunrise we'll just go and uh, watch please on the cliff yeah i'm so glad that we're talking about turkey because we get to talk about cappadocia yeah it's amazing like i'm definitely going back there one day because it's just it was like luxurious really considering what we had we were been saying before yeah yeah and it was just i've never seen anything like that all these hotels like in the in the caves in the mountain mm-hmm. the cave rooms were class but the fact that it had a swimming pool and we'd all just been so sweaty and hot in that car i think we were looking for a pool <laughs> weren't we yeah and yeah. it was cheap as well i can't remember how much it was but it didn't cost that much mm-hmm. under a tenner i would no. say mm. the whole city was lit up and you've got that beautiful sunset it's not mm. just not just your average sunset the colors are incredible you can hear the mosques playing their sounds and it was just a feeling, wasn't it? Yeah, it and was. Funny you mentioned camels. I've got, I've got a fact I have. Oh, you got a camel fact? Yeah. So um, camel and bull wrestling is a popular sport in Turkey. What? they Humans wrestle them? You don't you got any more info, have you? It, no, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't actually say if it was humans or not. I assumed it was. But now come to think of it, that's a bit stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, you wouldn't be able to get a camel to I've wrestle his mate. John, Dave, you're up next. Who wants what? Who wants the bull and who wants the camel? Obviously, you're going to go, mate, I'll have the camel, please. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Another useless fact from Amy. But there is actually no desert in Turkey, so the camels aren't native, which I thought they were, but they're not. There's they're no, not. Ca- there's no deserts, no. Oh, that's true. We saw one, didn't we? We did. And I, I said to the guy, I was like, oh, he is pretty. And the guy was like, it's a she. Said, oh, bloody hell, all right, mate, calm down. Look at her eyelashes, beautiful. <laughs> we kind of failed on the sunset, even though it was amazing up there. Um, but we planned on getting up the next day, didn't we? That's what everybody does. Yeah. It is the sunrise that people wait for, you know, the crowds flock, but for good reason. Like, mm. I know we hate to maybe point you in the direction of somewhere where there's like huge amount of tourists but this this is worth it isn't it? Mm, it was incredible so we got up at 5 a.m <gasps> luckily we could drive to the top so you didn't have to walk yes but um, was, we just sort of had to put our foot down and just hope for the best didn't we there mm. was like turns that you just had to take at speed because <laughs> yeah. if you stopped you were not getting up that hill <laughs> it was really hilly wasn't it <laughs> yeah of every sunrise i've ever seen in my whole life that was the best spectacular um, it was it was mind-blowing. So how many balloons do you think there were? Hundreds. Hundreds of them, of yeah. massive. And they would come straight past you as well. So you could see, you yeah. could talk to the people that were in the baskets. They were that close. Yeah. It was amazing. Even though, like you said, it, it, it's quite touristy. It's a thing to do. Mm. But when you do some touristy things, you, you see why. Yeah. And it was it was just not even how good it looked. It like just felt amazing. Like You could just hear nothing except for the hot air blowing from all directions because it was kind of all the way around us wasn't it It wasn't just in one area Mm -hmm. it was kind of across the entire landscape that you could see from the top of that mountain and I could have sat there all day I think watching them it was so magical I think my Facebook picture is still me sat watching them because I just I'll never forget that that morning it was definitely worth waking up at that time yeah Yeah, alright alright I'll give you that uh, it, was, it was worth it, okay. But yeah, it was lovely. Remember, Amy, you were like, yeah, have you got a dress I can borrow so I can have a nice picture? I was like, yeah, I definitely got a dress. You were like, 
you put it on, you're like, this is a top love. Someone's taller than me. There's yeah. a dress on me, like a little crop top on you. Yeah, I was watching the vlogs back and I was like, whose dress is that? Because that ain't mine. But yeah, it was it was lovely and it was like quite cool in the morning up there because what we haven't mentioned is Turkey was piping. Yeah, it was so, so hot. hot. And like that mixed in with not eating, not sleeping, being in the car for such a long time. You can only imagine the emotions going through your head, you know, mm. and how how you want to fight the world, you know. So you just stick with the people oh, in your love. car. I fucking have you, Craig. <laughs> I love you. So, um, but yeah, it was quite romantic at the same time. Sat there just mm. watching them, and as Jess said, it was so quiet. Yeah, it was really beautiful, quiet. Beautiful, beautiful time. You had your little selfie stick out, didn't you, Jess? Oh God, you've got to get a selfie stick out sometimes. <laughs> Especially when you've got a short arm. <laughs> I didn't care. I was like, I was quite nervous to get it out most yeah. times. But then for that, I was like, oh, I don't even care. It's coming out. I need a picture of this. Oh, tourist wanker. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst we were in Cappadocia, we'd heard about this fella, this fella named Morat, um, who loves the Mongol Rally. He's yeah. like the biggest Mongol Rally fan ever. Yeah. He'd collected T-shirts over the past like 10 years. He had loads of like the sweatbands and everything, didn't he? Yeah. We found this guy because uh, we needed to get some stuff done on the car. Yes. Because up until this point, I don't know how we managed it, but we... we dented our oil sump like oil is that tank. what it's called oil tank oil tank yeah but they say sump don't they it was a sump guard yeah that's a different thing craig this is where we're at like technically as a team <laughs> we've got no idea what's <laughs> going on zero percent of a clue i haven't learned anything even after all that no i know <laughs> <laughs> so we needed some metal stuck on the car to make it better basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the roads we'd gone through so far were beautiful. Perfect, long, you know, tarmac roads of Europe, you know, mm. slash Asia. Ha, it's a fact. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so we knew what was to come now would be terrible roads, massive potholes, like big dents and loads of like boulders in the road. So yeah, we needed to get a sump guard fitted, which is basically like a thick metal sheet mm. attached to the bottom of the car to just preserve what was under it just protect it to, yeah to save well said it, yeah. babes thank you and so when we went to see the guys in the garage we, they could see the back box and they were scratching their heads like that is definitely for a jeep it's not a little fiat panda yeah. so they managed to rig up like this huge metal arm which we needed because our ratchet straps had snapped and the, and they like welded a huge bar on the top and they basically just reinforced it all it cost us about 90 quid oh, that's the first time Rob came into our life that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. and he was wearing a shirt Obviously, and so smart. I thought he was like doing a document. I didn't know he was on the rally. I, I was like, who is this guy? He's like Ben Fogel or something, yeah. and he's, maybe he's doing a documentary with the BBC. And he's a posh guy, isn't he? I know, and he's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, he is. Who else was on the rally? You know, yeah. <laughs> no. oh, and suit made... trousers. And suit trousers. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had suit trousers. What a nutter. <laughs> So, so yeah, we hang out and with he them. And wearing them as well, remember? Did he? He used to yeah. in the shower with his clothes on so that they washed as well. <laughs> smart guy, smart guy. Oh man, what a guy. We'll, we'll get on to Rob, I'm sure we'll have him on the podcast in a couple of later yeah. um, episodes. So yeah, we got the car pimped out, it cost us about 90 quid, uh, and then we drove to a lake. And this, for me, was one of my favourite nights in Turkey. The, yeah. The Blood Moon Night, do you remember that? Um, oh yeah no you went to bed about eight o'clock didn't you Amy? oh so tired craig you know the heat and just lack of food once every thousand years i'm just gonna pop to bed <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> you can't stop me from sleeping. Like, I am queen sleeper. It was so good. There was actually a massive sign saying, like, do not go down this road and all this like stuff. like electrocuted signs and, like, all kinds. Mine, minefields. And we were like, oh, be fine. <laughs> minefields. Yeah, it was worth it. There was no one else there. It was, like, the most calm night. And then, yeah, we set up a little fire. And we had some drinks as well, didn't we? Yeah. A wicked Bit of vodka. Bit of vodka. So, yeah, what did the moon look I think like? That then? might have been my favourite, like, wild camping night. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was. That's when I really remember, anyway, because it was just so stunning. So stunning. Yeah. It was. I just couldn't believe that blood moon. It was crazy. Just yeah. a bright red moon. It was just like super red moon. It was incredible. You're in the middle of nowhere. We're, we're in the mountains. So in there's Turkey. no light pollution. So you could see it, like, yeah. really bright. You can see it on the vlogs if you want to go and watch the vlogs. So for everything we're talking about, we videoed them. For our YouTube channel. It was a nice night. We had a few drinks, had a few deep chats, didn't we, Jess? Yes, yes. I think I might have cried that night. That's oh, what a blood moon does to you. Yeah. It just brings out all your emotions. Yeah. It did, mate. It was mad. It did that, yeah. I oh, yeah, like absolutely. What yeah. the Mongo Rally does to you, Jess, you know? Yeah, you have those moments yeah. where you're just like, ah, just crying. Yeah. But, you yeah. will cry, yeah. The plan was to try and get to the north of Turkey to a place called Trabzon because we were like oh it's by the coast it's going to have nice beaches yeah got to Trabzon shit all mate oh <laughs> what if someone's listening they're from Trabzon <laughs> they're going to leave the worst bloody review ever Trabzon was, Trabzon was lovely no it wasn't I can't remember it it wasn't what was there it was like an industrial like I can't even how how would you describe it Jess do you know the place we're on about yeah, I, I I remember. I think we went into the little supermarket shop in like the smallest supermarket ever. It wasn't a beach, was it? It was just like concrete next to the road. Yeah, uh, next to the sea. Exactly. That no. was it. It was such a buzzkill yeah. because I was like, oh, I can't wait for a swim in the sea. Oh. And it was horrible. But but before we got there, the drive was probably one of the best drives we've ever done. It was just like mm. long winding tarmac roads, super mountainous, like lush green mountains. And then we found that river that me and Will like slid down to get to. Yeah. Uh, that oh was, God. I wish you two had come down. It was amazing. So if you think about like, you know, driving along this road with like not a sheer drop, but like maybe like a 49 degree angle down, it was quite, it was quite steep. And the boys just threw themselves over and, and went down. It was, it was far to get to that little river. Yeah, There was, was. no chance I was going to go down because I'd never get back up again. <laughs> It was pretty scary. Yeah. Will like jumped and slid down on his feet because he's like a skier with good balance. Yeah. And I like sat on my bum like a kid and went down it. <laughs> but it was so refreshing, like jumping in there was lush. Mm. So we, we headed for the coast, expecting it to be like this lush beach town and it wasn't. And then we ended up finding that campsite, which was next to like all the river rafting. Do you remember that? Yes. So um, I can't remember. I think it was the same town, but it was bug infested mm -hmm. uh, with mosquitoes. But remember, by the time we got here, it was pitch black. And I yeah. don't think we had, we'd like said that that's where we were going to go. We just found it and thought, right, we need to pull in because it's, we, we usually like go until we're so tired and go, right, we need to find somewhere. And then it's not until another two hours that you find somewhere. So you can imagine how tired you are when you get there. Mm. Luckily for the pop-up tents, we just flick them out and that's you. So yeah, we carried on driving. Um, and then this is where it started getting like quite mountainous. Yeah. And as we sort of, were, we started going through this like series of tunnels and mountains. And then out of nowhere, I don't even know how we spotted him, but we saw Felix. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Ah. 
So if you don't know who Felix is, we talked about him in the very first podcast where we met him when we were getting our Iran visas and uh, we had an award to pick up, we did, so uh, we couldn't pick them up and we got him to pick them up. Yeah. Uh, just a random guy who I was like, are you doing the rally? And he was like, yeah. So yeah, we, we'd been friends with him since then. And yeah, he was doing it on like a 50cc bike. Scooter. The, the scooter. But the funny thing is, he was at traffic lights and we pulled up behind him. Yeah, he so was ahead of us. He was ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember seeing Felix and I was like, oh, how's it going, mate? Are you enjoying Turkey? And he was like, I fucking hate Turkey. Yeah, he and was, I was like, he was oh, not no. Happy. But it's it's so funny how you have a you can have a bad experience in a country and then you you decide that you don't like that country because of the experiences you've had yeah because we had a wicked time there didn't we yeah there was only a few things that went wrong but that was mainly us being dickheads yeah um oh brilliant country yeah i don't know what had happened to him but felix was like i hate the people i hate the food i hate everything he must have had yeah bad food and maybe got into an argument with somebody maybe Uh but we thought the people there were lovely yeah like we we apart from that one guy we we hadn't um bumped into anybody like rude or yeah like, everyone all, was super nice super but yeah. Friendly, yeah so it was great to see him it gave us a little boost because we hadn't seen anyone for ages yeah. since we left Cappadocia mm-hmm. um so yeah we started climbing higher and higher <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this but the car started overheating yeah um so you could drive in first gear and then as soon as you go to second gear the car would just like slow oh. right down and so we pulled the car over and we found like this little fountain thing to like get a drink and wash our faces and stuff. And Jess, do you remember you started fanning the car? <laughs> fanning the engine? Oh, well, excuse me, but as mechanic knows that if your engine overheats, you just have to fan it with your hand. 100%. Or a piece of paperwork. Right oh, behind my you. God. The most useless thing in the world. It was so <laughs> funny. <It> was, <laughs> but the funniest part was Will was getting so angry with you because you were fanning the engine. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. But yeah, we, we had no oh. other choice, but and you were going, it is cooling down, look. Right, if there's any scientists listening to this podcast, basically the reason I was fanning it is because it was the air was so hot outside, the engine was hot, so I thought I'd move the hot en- <laughs> hot air off the engine and then more of the hot air can can come off it. It makes sense. And genius. then it'll leave it and then it'll be cool. Absolutely. It worked afterwards, mate. didn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, the next like however many miles just consisted of us driving, stopping, driving, stopping. Yeah, well, Je- well, Jess is the lightest, so we put her in the car to go as far as she could, and we would end up pushing her so she would start the car and go. Mm. Then us three would be left behind to walk up the mountain. Yeah, at another probably forty-five degree angle in maybe forty-five degree heat. It wasn't that hot because we were quite high. Remember, the air was quite cool up there, even though it was hot. Oh, it was hot. And I yeah. was, I'm not used to walking at all. It was, yeah, horrendous. But at the same it time... It took us four hours to get up there and it, was, yeah. it wasn't even that far to go. Because it was, it was slowing down early on. But then when we got higher, it got to a point where the, the whole car cut out and we were like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're literally on our own now. Mm-hmm. We don't even have jump leads between us as a yeah. team. It was a it was a hundred mile road. I remember that, mm. but only the first part of it was mountainous. So yeah, there was nobody on there. But it was stunning. It looked like Switzerland. It was yeah. like so green, wasn't it? It was yeah. unbelievable. With like loads of tulips and flowers, and it was really pretty. But it was uh, it was hard work, and it was it was quite testing. It was our first. This was our first proper mm. 
experience, experience of, of the rally. Having to push the car. Yeah. Up a mountain. How did you feel, Jess, not having to do any of the pushing, just driving? <laughs> I know. I, I had a lovely time. I had aircon going on. <laughs> I was listening to the radio. <laughs> but no, I did actually feel really bad because it was quite a long, it wasn't just like uphill for a little bit and then going down. It was uphill for ages. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, what point shall I stop? Because they're going to take forever like, yeah. having to walk up here. Yeah. But I thought, like, and I did stop, I think, once or twice. And you guys were like, there's just no, the car wouldn't start again. So I had to just keep going till I got to the top, just knowing that you lot had to walk, yeah. like, that distance. Mm. Um, so I did feel a little bit bad, but my legs were fine. Whatever, mate, you didn't feel bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, see ya. <laughs> So yeah, we, we pushed and stopped and pushed and stopped for ages. And then we when we got to the top, it was such a relief because it was all downhill then. Mm-hmm. So the car cooled down, we flew to the bottom. Yeah. And then we made it to the, the Georgian border. Before we get to Georgia, I still got some turkey facts. Oh, have you? Go on then. I have, yeah. Finish it off. Shall I, shall I say them? Um, so um, you might find chicken in your dessert in Turkey. Wow. Yeah. So um, a delicacy of turkey is the treat tavuk gogsu. Also known as chicken breast pudding. Oh. I shit you not. <laughs> oh it's a God. strange blend of boiled chicken, milk, and sugar dusted with cinnamon. And the person that wrote the blog post put, it's delicious. Are you mad, mate? Oh. Uh, is there something wrong with your brain? That sounds mad things. Yeah. Also, just want to say, um, <laughs> the national sport of Turkey. All right. One of the national sports, oil oh. wrestling. Is it? Yeah. So, the spectacle of two bulky men stripped to the waist, doused with olive oil, and <laughs> grappling under, th- under the Therisian sun is a 654-year-old sporting tradition and a sight to behold. Oh, Katie, we missed that. I can't believe we missed that. I definitely would have had to go. It would have been amazing. But Jess, me and you do it. We'd have made so much money. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, God. Could have yeah, funded, I think it. funded five-star hotels for the rest of the trip. Oil? So I'll have you, bro. I will have you. <laughs> All right, let's set this up for the channel. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be in Turkey. Like, I've got sunflower oil. You've got sunflower oil. There's a lot of pools being sold at the minute. We could do this next week. Come in on next week's vlog on, on our main channel. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we done Turkey. Completed it, mate. Completed it, mate. Got to the Georgian border. Mm, beautiful spot. Yeah, just to summarise, what a, what a country. I mean, we saw a fifth of it. Yeah, not even that. Quick, A millionth of it. You know? It was mad. I'd love to go back. And driving through was so cool. I think that the one of my favourite parts about the rally was you've got your own car and you can drive wherever you want. Mm-hmm. So you're not on public buses going wherever. Yeah. You get so a real cool. feel of that country then. Yeah. Because you see things, you know, you see how their shops are built and you see like little villages that you can go, oh, that's like a Turkish tradition and all, you know? Mm. Loved it. It was brilliant. So at the border, do you remember there was a couple of guys, like, because they, they made us get out of the car and you were on your own this time. Yeah, fantastic. And then a couple of guys came over and you felt intimidated, you said. I can't remember. No? But it, it happened a lot, so, yeah. But remember, they, they turned out to be really nice guys. They all signed the car. We had a photo with them. It was our first photo with oh, yeah. um, border police. Was, she, was there a woman police officer? Yeah. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. They were lovely. Yeah. They turned out to be really lovely. So we got in, we had some lunch, got like the insurance that we needed, which was like $10. Yeah. Um, 
And then, of course, it was dark again and we had nowhere to sleep. Nowhere to sleep. Uh, this night <clears throat> went on for quite a, wh- quite a while. We ended up going to this random, like, campsite where they were, like, playing music and stuff. And there was loads of room, but they were like, you can't stay here. So we ended up driving down this little dirt track next to a river. Do you remember this? No. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, it was pitch black. Oh, yeah. It was pitch black. No like... street lights. Like, I don't know where we were. We, we were next to, a, like, a, a mountain, weren't we? One side of us was just mountain. The other side was river. Yeah. And it was, like, kids, well, they were, like, teenagers drinking. And there was, like, human shit everywhere. Yeah, really strange. Do you remember this, Jess? I don't remember that bit, no. <laughs> so That's the... not where we stopped, though, is it? Yeah, well, on the, we stopped there and then we drove to another place, um, which yeah. there was more human poo because we were trying to find wood for a fire. But I think everyone it had stank, fires there, yeah. didn't it? And we were, we, you know, we'd gone so far and it was just, we had to stop. Yeah, so um, there was just bugs everywhere. It was one of the worst nights, I think, Yeah, for we, sleep. We were setting up the tents and we put a GoPro on and we put a, a light so you could see what we were doing. And all you can see is just like a swarm of bugs Mm. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, disgusting. was that the place where there was like a dog or something that came towards the camp? And I think Will spotted it, and he just saw eyes in the darkness. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where we were. it was. Yeah, cause it was next to that river, and it was a bit. It was all those insects everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I think as we were settling, you know, once we'd set up, Will saw like two eyes. Shining, like looking towards me, he he thought it was like a wolf, maybe. Yeah. But it's hard to tell when you're when you're like in pitch black, you, your eyes see whatever. It but whatever. it was definitely a dog. So I think he started making like barking noises or something <laughs> to like scare it off. But I don't think we slept after that. Oh god, yeah. I'm glad you never told me about that because I don't think I would have slept either. Not that we did. Because you know oh. that there's, there's those those horrible bugs that like walk on you and then they flap their wings and you're like, Bleh! yeah. It was them. <laughs> yeah. They just like flick them out of the bloody tent because they walked not only did they fly they would walk on you horrible so yeah basically i don't remember much from georgia and armenia because i think we we were rushing at this point we I, only had yeah. like a day left i think we'd spent so much time in turkey because it was so lovely we we had to fast track through those two and it was just driving days wasn't it yeah so i, I don't actually remember the georgia armenia border I actually know it was the one with the scruffy dog. You'd be like, what has happened to you? Oh, yeah. What's it? Oh. Yeah, I do. So it's a massive looking, like, I can't think of the name of the dog. Like a, what's it, called? it was just like a cross between like five dogs. Yeah, he had big long legs and like big shaggy fur, but half his fur wasn't there. And it looked like his mum had taken like the shavers to him. Bless him. <laughs> but he loved, like, I know he was stinking, but so was I. Like, you know, he probably didn't want me to touch him. And I was scratching the bum and he was loving it. And I just I didn't want to leave him. You could tell he was a stray. Yeah, bless him. Yeah. So that was that border. Um, and then we got to Armenia. And I think we basically just drove through it. And then we found a campsite, which a camp spot, which was just off the motorway. We were like in this long grass and it was like we didn't realize at the time but we camped next to like stagnant water so there's like thousands of mozzies in the morning mm. yeah i think we were getting to the point where the the countries were so hot that if you were camping you had to get up when the sun rose because otherwise yeah. you just melt in the tent yeah so mm. yeah we were up at the crack of dawn um so yeah we kept driving and we decided to pull over and rejig the car because we'd just been like packing the car random you know chucking bags in wherever mm-hmm. the roof all the weight was off and because yeah. when jess Jess, when you were driving, Amy was in the front and me and Will were in the back. The whole car would start bouncing. Do you remember that? Oh, and you could hear it. Oh, yeah. Was it the shocks at the back? Where yeah. did they go first? Oh, yeah. So the, the, 
the what they call suspension at yeah, the back, the left broke. one snapped. Yeah. So the whole car would bounce and knock. So mm-hmm. it'd be like, dun, dun. so we decided, uh-huh. not, I don't think it works, but we moved all the weight towards the front and we basically just did some surgery on Andre. Yeah. Oh yeah, we took out all his insides, didn't <laughs> yeah. we? Because obviously he was a mechanical dinosaur and he did roar. He made like a dinosaur noise. But that was so heavy inside that I think we just opened up his belly and took out all the massive batteries and all the wires and stuff. Mm. Made him a little bit lighter. I don't think it made much difference. Ah, well, it was a good photo. <laughs> I put that one up on Facebook because Will's like got his tail lifted and he's looking inside. And I was like, caption this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. It was a good one, yeah. But I, I've just written this here because it was on the vlog. But in Armenia, it was 46 degrees Celsius. Stop it. That's what I said on the, on the thermometer in the car. Jesus oh, Christ. How mental is that? It well. Honestly, if we didn't have aircon in that car, we would have been in trouble. Thanks. Thank you, Amy B, for actually <laughs> picking the car with the aircon. So we've got to Armenia. We were like ahead of time. We'd actually made it before our convoy. Which is good, yeah. So we decided to get like a semi-decent hotel. Um, and we'd been camping for three nights. So we all were stinking. Stinking. We're desperate for showers. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if you remember this, Jess. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cut this from the vlog because it was we were like, this is a bit too heavy. But Amy decided to prank me in this hotel in Armenia. Oh, my God. Ah. So she carried this fake blood. For <laughs> ten, she carried it for about 10 days, right? Oh, God. No, from home. From home, from home. yeah. I didn't buy it on the road. Yeah, so she, she planned this for a long time. So anyway, I'm sat on the bed, like, nice and relaxed, and I've just had a shower because we were stinking. All I hear is, like, a massive bang, like Amy's fell and cracked her head, and she I just screams. I was in the shower. I was in the bathroom. Lit yeah, the shower thing. was on, and then I just heard, like, a massive bang, like, plastic on human, and then I just heard her go, ah! Like, she really was in really bad pain. <laughs> I run in the bathroom, and she's got blood all over her face. <laughs> coming down her head and i was like oh my god oh my god like your freaking out face bless you i felt so bad after it you were just like it's okay we can sort it we can fix it and i was just like i i like immediately started laughing she started laughing and my brain was going what the fuck's going on she's lost her mind <laughs> she's fallen cracked her head and she's gone mental <laughs> do you remember this jess do you remember us telling you this yeah she told me she was going to do it before. Oh, you were in on it as well. <laughs> I, I didn't have any part to play. I was just a listening ear. Oh. And I was like, you know, yeah, that's a really good idea. Make sure you definitely film it. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> so I did. Unbelievable. I, put, I put a GoPro in the corner of the, of the room. And I didn't mean to do it like... For you to be devastated It was the best it. acting I've ever seen. I mean, I'm pretty good. I, I had a B in performing <laughs> arts. You were like, hold, like holding your head and shaking your hands like you were really traumatised. And then you started laughing. And I was like, I can't figure this out. All I did was slam the toilet seat and then just shouted. Yeah, but it was like perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, I do apologise. He wouldn't speak to me then for about. Like, I was like, sh- I a was good shocked. Four hours, he just. I was like, look at me. I couldn't process it, and I was like, "What did you do that for?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were upset for the rest of the day, weren't you? <laughs> I was a bit, yeah, because I was thinking in my head, I was like, "Right, where's the nearest hospital? How are we going to sort this out?" <laughs> I do apologise. Little knobhead. Very sorry. <laughs> That's one of the worst things you've ever done to me, that is, by the way. Is it? Oh. You said after it, you're like, I will get you back. So I was on edge, like, for the rest. Yeah, like I, got a some fake, I got some fake blood I'm saving. I'm not even joking. I've got fake blood in my bag. Have you? It's for a TikTok. Can I borrow it? No. 
<laughs> and actually, the bag that I've got, Jess, is the bum bag that you bought me for my birthday. So this all ties in. Oh, nicely. good. I'm glad that you've got uh, a good use for it, keeping all your big blood in it. Yeah, thanks. You too, I swear. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I thought it was. Oh, dear. So that is it. We, we've made it to the Iranian border. Iran, guys. Team Chocolate oh. Teapot has made it there. We've made it. Can you believe it? Yes. <laughs> it was a struggle. Oh, I I mean, the struggle is yet to come. (laughs) Yeah, this is the easy part. (laughs) Definitely. So, yeah, um, thanks so much for coming on, Jess, and and chatting about your time on the rally. Um, Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. So is it the best trip you've ever done in your life? 100% the best trip I've ever done and probably will ever do. Yeah, same. I always say that. It's life-changing, and then you see snippets of countries and then you think uh you know turkey is definitely on that list i'm gonna go back there and spend you know a good good amount of time there so you see bits and places that you really want to go back to and and uh, explore a little bit more yeah mm. um i was gonna say jess if you were gonna t- say to people um how would you summarize iran your time in iran just to give people a little prelude to it mm-hmm. okay it's the best place i've ever been 100% go there. I have no doubt that you will agree yeah. how incredible Iran is. I, I wish I was talking on the Iran one, to be honest, <laughs> because, oh, what a place. I've never been happier yeah. than I was when I was in Iran. And that's how I would summarise it. Yeah. Top summary. <laughs> so next time we will be talking about Iran, so you're not going to want to miss that one. So thanks for lef- listening, lads. Yeah, thanks everyone again. Uh, leave us a review yeah, on thanks, Apple Stephanie. Podcasts. <laughs> and uh, uh, what else should they do, do Jess, if they're listening? Yeah, they should do the Mongol Rally, baby. <laughs> that wasn't quite what we were going for, but um, if you'd like to subscribe to this channel, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to subscribe as well. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right then, guys. Well, uh, on three, we're going to say bye. You ready, Jess? Yeah, I'm ready. One, two, two three. three. Bye. Bye. Bye.